Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Elon Musk podcast. The notable bet by Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla, amplifies sales and profits by slashing the price tag on its products seemed to display ambiguous results. The electric vehicle giant not only marked a sales surge in the second quarter of the year, but also managed to exceed Wall Street's net income forecasts. However, a discernible decline in the company's profit margin caused apprehension, and Tesla shares underwent a wavering ride in after-hours trading. Now, with the details of the financial records disclosed, Tesla, known for its line of electric vehicles, solar products, and energy storage solutions, posted a net income of $2.7 billion for the April and June quarter, registering a 20% growth over the previous year. Now, earnings per share followed the trend with an increment of 20%, reaching $0.78, cents, in line with generally accepted accounting principles, or GAAP. Now, the revenue figures were equally impressive, showing a 47% jump to a substantial $24.93 billion. Yet a majority of analysts direct their attention to a more specialized metric of profit used by Tesla, a method that emits expenses linked to stock-based compensation. Using this measurement, Tesla's net income soared to $3.15 billion, or 91 cents per share, remarkably overshooting average analyst predictions of 80 cents per share, as provided by FactSet. This came as a surprise to some experts who had predicted an income fall resulting from the company's price reduction strategy. Tesla's share prices displayed uncertainty post-earnings report, lingering around $292 in after-hours trading before slipping over 4% as company executives conducted a conference call with analysts. And earlier this month, on June 2nd, Tesla announced vigorous vehicle delivery statistics, an 83% increase compared to the same period last year. This leap was credited to consecutive price cuts on its four electric vehicle models. Records indicate this sale of 466,140 vehicles globally from April to June, almost doubling the 254,695 units sold in the corresponding period the previous year. These transactions predominantly involved Tesla's celebrated Model 3 sedans and Model Y crossover SUVs. Yet the financial summary conveyed conflicting indicators concerning Tesla's ability to elevate sales without compromising its profit margins, a challenge that's been a focal point for observers. Now, Tesla's operating margin, a gauge of sales conversion into pre-tax profits, dipped to 9.6% in the second quarter, a steep fall from 14.6% a year ago, and a parallel decline was also detected in the preceding quarter. Musk's discourse with analysts likewise underscored his satisfaction with Tesla's performance amid economic volatility and high interest rates. He was also eager to discuss forthcoming ventures like the company's full self-driving software and a machine learning system named Dojo intended to refine self-driving capabilities. 
Musk has been talking about the Cybertruck too, a futuristic pickup, announcing that the first vehicle had already rolled off the assembly line with intentions to deliver by year's end. Despite Musk's optimism, analysts expressed skepticism about the Cybertruck's availability in the near term. Competitors like Ford have already released more traditional electric pickups, such as the Ford F-150 Lightning, casting further doubts on Tesla. Now, analyst Seth Goldstein from Morningstar Research shared his perspective on this. He said, I don't think we'll see any meaningful volumes, certainly not this year, not even next year. Maybe we're looking more into 2025, 26, 27 until we see them. And there's also a potential for Tesla to do big things in Indonesia. After an extended two and a half hour meeting in San Francisco on August 3rd, Expectations are growing that Elon Musk may invest in Indonesia's electric vehicle supply chain. However, it was a surprising announcement for Indonesia when Malaysia was chosen as Tesla Inc.'s Southeast Asia base. The meeting's length, lasting twice as long as anticipated, hints at the significance of the ongoing discussions between Musk and Indonesian officials, including maritime affairs and investment coordinator minister. In contrast to prior public missteps, where Indonesian authorities were criticized for making early claims regarding Musk's intentions in the country, this time the negotiation team has been reticent about the outcome. However, a source with knowledge of the matter did state that Musk and his team were openly discussing their thoughts on Tesla and SpaceX. The latter had previously been offered an equatorial launch site on Biak Island, north of Papau. India's official comment about the meeting centered on a potential partnership with SpaceX subsidiary Starlink, known for providing affordable internet access to over 60 countries via thousands of small satellites. The health minister, who also attended the meeting, emphasized the importance of Starlink services for connecting schools and health clinics in remote areas of eastern Indonesia, particularly in Maluku and Papau. The internet provider services have also proven vital in countries like Ukraine, where it facilitates communication in areas affected by conflict. Although not stated in the official release, inside sources have indicated discussions surrounding an automotive investment of at least a billion dollars. The realization of this investment may hinge on the Indonesian government's willingness to offer significant concessions, which have been a sticking point in past negotiations. A source familiar with the matter expressed the problem as being on Indonesia's side, as they have not yet allowed Musk the flexibility he seeks. The agreement on any concessions will require not only the president's approval, but likely also parliamentary consent, mirroring the process followed in significant contrasts in the past, such as with giant Freeport McMorrin copper and gold. Legal experts have suggested that previous agreements, which locked in details like tax rates and vendor selection, could serve as a model for Tesla's contract, providing stability against sudden policy changes. Now, with China having a significant presence in Indonesia's local nickel industry, analysts believe the government is especially eager to secure Musk's investment to balance influence and promote development in the region. Revelations about plans for a possible Musk visit to Indonesia next month and a conclusion by year's end have increased anticipation. The detailed examination of locations and other critical considerations by Tesla is expected to be the final steps before a firm decision. The president of Indonesia's aspirations create a full-fledged EV production line in Indonesia, encompassing raw material smelting and battery and vehicle manufacturing, face a swiftly nearing window of opportunity. Despite the three-year effort to attract Musk to Indonesia, talks broke down last year, amid speculation that the entrepreneur was discouraged by Indonesia's 
complex regulations and conditions. The news of Tesla setting up a regional office in Malaysia, coupled with tariff-free imports of Tesla's latest models, added to Indonesia's concerns. Now, Indonesia's progress in EV manufacturing has been slow, partly due to local government regulations uh, and recent reassurances from investment minister regarding an 8.9 billion integrated EV battery plant in central Java have not entirely allayed fears related to regulatory issues. Despite multiple meetings and a high-profile visit to SpaceX's Tesla complex, Indonesian officials have faced challenges in convincing Musk. There were complaints that Musk's demands were excessive and that Tesla needed to align with domestic investment guidelines. The government's insistence on EV investors partnering with a state-run Indonesia Battery Corporation, the IBC, has reportedly deterred Musk. The IBC, comprising several key Indonesian firms, is a partner in a large LG-led consortium, a multi-phase project that began with a $1.1 billion battery cell plant. Now, Musk's investment in Indonesia would undeniably elevate the nation's EV industry. Last year, Tesla had signed contracts worth about $5 billion for lithium battery materials from facilities in nickel-rich eastern Indonesia. This recent meeting in San Francisco signifies an essential phase in the ongoing discussions between Tesla and the Indonesian government. And while the outcomes remain carefully guarded, the potential collaboration on various fronts, including Starlink and the EV industry, can mark a transformative moment for Indonesia. Indonesia balancing the demands of one of the world's wealthiest entrepreneurs in the country's regulations and strategic interests will require finesse and determination. Thank you very much for listening to the show today. So if you could do me a favor and hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right, I'd greatly appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll see you in the next one.